You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God sees, knows, and looks after His people. Learn more about this through Hagar's story in week three of our series, Awesome God. Hi, Victory Antipolo. Welcome to our online worship service. I'm Erwin Balanay, and I'm one of the pastors here. Thank you for joining us online. I understand po na some of you can still go out and join our on-site worship services because you're part of the age group that are still not allowed to go outside. Probably you're 17 years old below or below, <laughs> or you're 66 years old above, or maybe you have no one to leave your children, or sabi ng doctor, you have a health condition that makes you immunocompromised. Well, we want you to know, this online worship service is specifically designed for you. Okay? Para sa inyo po ito. But, if you are healthy as a carabao, <laughs> in fact, you are already going out for grocery, errands, or work, we hope na makasama na po namin kayo sa on-site worship services natin every Sunday at 11 a.m., 1 p.m., and 3 p.m. here at our center. Since the government has already allowed no church gathering, basta raw i-observe lang natin yung mga health protocols, we believe we should be joining na our on-site worship service. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, no, bago lang po ako magsimula mag-preach, I want to remind you of this. The Bible says, Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do. I hope we are not those some people. <laughs> Sana hindi po tayo kasama doon. So I urge you to prayerfully consider joining our on-site worship services. Okay po? Yes, great. Para yatang nabawasan yung mga viewers. Ha? Parang mga may mga nag-exit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, we are in a series called Awesome God. Everybody say Awesome God or maybe you can type it in the comment section. Awesome God. Yes, our God is awesome. You know, we want to start this year by focusing on the awesomeness of our God and not on the uncertainties of this year. And today, we're going to look at another awesome character of God, which is Elroy. Okay, everybody say Elroy, or the God who sees. We believe that our God is the God who sees the unnoticeable. So if you are unnoticeable, feeling mo walang nakakanotice sa'yo, uh, feeling mo parang walang uh, nakakaalam ng nangyayari sa buhay mo at walang may pakialam sa nangyayari sa buhay mo, I want you to know that our God is Elroy. He is the God who sees the unnoticeable. The God who sees our struggles. The God who sees as well our future. All right, are you ready? Why don't you all get your Bibles? And I want you to turn it to Genesis chapter 16, verses 4 to 14, our passage for today. Let me read it for us. It says here, And, we, and he went in to Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress. And Sarai said to Abram, May the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my servant to your embrace, and when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt. May the Lord judge between you and me. But Abraham sa said to Sarai, Behold, your servant is in your power. Do to her as you please. 
Then Sarai dealt harshly with her, and she fled from her. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I'm fleeing from my mistress Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit to her. The angel of the Lord also said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are pregnant and shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord has listened to your affliction. He shall be a wild donkey of a man, his hand against everyone and everyone's hand against him, and he shall dwell over against all his kinsmen. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, You are a God of seeing. For she said, Truly here I have seen him who looks after me. Therefore the well was called Bir Lahai Roy. It lies between Kadesh and Bered. Let us pray. Lord, our Elroy, the God who sees, Lord, bless the preaching of your word, anoint the preaching of your word. And Lord, I pray that may we see you all after this preaching as the God who sees us, the unnoticeable, the God who sees our struggles, and the God who sees our future, a great future. In Jesus' name, we pray. All God's people say amen wherever you are. Praise God. Praise the Lord. You know, we all want to be seen or noticed, at least by the people we love, di ba? Gusto po natin na tayo po ay napapansin ng mga tao. Lalo na po yung mga taong uh, kaibigan natin, nakakilala sa atin, lalo na yung mga taong mahal natin sa buhay. For example, yung mga wives, di ba? The wives would want their husbands to notice them. Dapat kapag dumating yung lalaki, dapat ikikis niya yung babae, wag niyang i-ignore na parang at, as if wala doon yung asawa niya. Lalo na kapag nagpalit ng gupit yan o nagpalit ng kulay ng buhok, nako, dapat mapapansin mo yon. Uy, nagpagupit ka pala. Uy, nagpakulay ka pala. Because the worst thing that can happen is hindi mo mapansin uh, yung bagong buhok o yung bagong kulay ng buhok ng asawa mo. Magtatampo sigurado yun. Kaya, eko, yan, eko, tandaan mo to. Okay? Bagong kasal ka palang. Rule number one yan. <laughs> Marriage 101. Sa mga husbands naman, would want their wives to notice them, especially diba, their hard work. Napaka-common po niyan. Gusto ng mga lalaki na marinig nila sa asawa nila yung mga salitang, ah, yung husband ko, my husband is a good provider. Or my husband is a hard-working man. Alam niyo po, musika yan sa kanilang mga tenga. No? At ganun din naman, yung mga anak, diba, yung mga anak. Uh, they would want their parents to notice their achievements as well. Diba? Yung mga bata kapag maliit pa sila, sa, pag nag-drawing sila, ipapakita nila yung drawing nila sa parents nila. At pag pinakita nila yung drawing nila sa parents nila, yung talagang sa muka talaga, Ma'am, Dad, diba? kahit may kausap, Ma'am, look at my drawing. Diba? Why? Because they want to be recognized by their parents. At uh, kapag sila kumain ng vegetable, diba? kahit na maliit na karot lang yung kinain nila, sabi na, look, look, ma'am, I ate the vegetable. Tapos papakita nila yung kinain nila. Eh, look at that. Diba? Ganun po yung mga anak. Dahil gusto po nila na sila yung ma-recognize. Kaya lalo na, pag lumalaki na yung mga anak ninyo, make sure sa mga parents dito na hindi kayo mawawala sa mga important events ng buhay nila. Lalo pag-graduation, tapos may achievement. No? 
Lalo, kahit walang achievement, dapat nandudun ka. Kasi gusto talaga ng tao, gusto talaga ng bata na sila ay recognize. I think that's part of us. We all want to be noticed. And we feel bad kapag tayo po ay hindi napapansin. Kapag wala pong nakakapansin sa atin. Yan po ay nakakalungkot na maaring mangyari sa tao. You know, in the narrative that we read, uh, mayroon po dong isang babae na unnoticeable, na hindi masyadong napapansin. Unang-una, hindi naman siya yung bida ng storya talaga sa Genesis. Uh, yung Genesis chapter 1 to 12, ang bida po dyan, sa totoo lang, ay si Abraham at si Sarah. Okay, sila po yung bida dyan. Lalo na dito sa chapter uh, uh, 16, pero magkaroon ng konting shift doon sa ating binasang uh, passage, no? At uh, mukhang hindi lang si Abraham at si Sarah ang bida, kundi naging bida rin itong si Hagar, na unnoticeable actually. Bakit unnoticeable? Kasi walang masyadong pumapansin sa kanya sapagkat siya'y napakasimpleng tao lamang. Siya'y isang kasambahay. Okay? Isa siyang kasambahay nila Abraham and Sarai. At most likely, uh, Abraham and Sarai, when they were in Egypt, remember during the famine, they went to Egypt, and most likely nung sila'y bumalik na dun sa kanilang lugar, ay dala-dala nila itong si Hagar. No? Dinala nila and also most likely binili nila para ito ay maisama nila sa kanila no? at makatulong sa kanila. At, uh, pero dahil siya isang kasambahay, uh, hindi masyado siyang napapansin ni, ni Abraham sa ni Sarah. In fact, napansin lang ni Abraham at ni Sarah si Hagar noong one day, uh, naisip nila na kailangan nila ng tulong nito. Okay? Kasi si Abraham and Sarah, as we all know, noong mga panahon na ito ay wala pang anak. Sampung taon na silang mag-asawa, wala pa silang anak. Now, Sarah put matters into her hands. So he asked Abraham, di na siya makapag-intay, to make Hagar uh, a surrogate mother of their child. So sabi nila, mukhang matagal, matagal na tayo mag-asawa, although may pangako ang Diyos. You know, dito sa chapter... Um, 16, sa chapter 12, doon binigay ang pangako. Pagdating chapter 16, no, parang nainip na sila. Ten years after, nainip na. Wala pa rin yung pangako. So, dumiskarte na si Sarah. And he talked to Abraham. Sabi ni, 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 ni Sarah kay Abraham, Okay, can we ask oh no, Hagar? I don't know kung inaspay. Basta sabi niya, can we make okay, Hagar a surrogate mother of our child? And uh, hindi natin alam kung kinonsulto pa si Hagar kasi noong mga panahon na yun, napaka-common yan, normal yan. No? Kapag walang anak, edi yung tingnan natin, baka pwede ka magka-anak dun sa, dun sa servant. No? So Hagar got pregnant. So nabuntis po. True enough, nabuntis si Hagar. Hagar got pregnant. Now, here's the thing. Hagar started behaving badly towards Sarah. No? Kung dati, ang hindi pumapansin, okay, si Sarah hindi niya pinapansin si Hagar. Pero dito, at this point, uh, nagkabalik tayo yung sitwasyon. Si Hagar na ngayon ang hindi pumapansin kay Sarah. Bakit nasabi yon? Sabi sa Bible in verse 4, And he went into Hagar and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress. Contempt, sabi na, she looked with contempt on her mistress. Contempt, the word contempt, di ba sa mga sa korte ginagamit yan. Ikaw ay kakasuhan ng contempt kapag ka, meron kang sabina o may court, may or, may court order sa'yo tapos ini-ignore mo. So, ibig sabihin, contempt ini-ignore mo. Hindi mo nino-notice, hindi mo, pinap- hindi mo pinapansin. So, mapapansin natin dito, yung unnoticeable, ngayon, siya na ngayon ang hindi namamansin. Okay, dun sa kanyang mistress. Pag sinabing mistress dito, hindi ito yung papasok sa isip yung mistress. No? Na, oh, mukhang nagkapalit na rin yata sila ng lag- lagay sa buhay. No? Si Sarah na ang naging mistress. Hindi po, ibig, yan ang ibig sabihin niyan. Ang ibig sabihin lang po ng mistress ay um, uh, parang... Uh, 
mas mataas sa kanya. Ibig sabihin, madam. Parang sa panahon natin ngayon, di ba? Oh, si madam. Sabi ni madam. So, parang ganun yan. So, siya na ngayon ang nag-i-ignore kay madam. Imagine mo, si madam na ngayon ang ini-ignore. So, Sarah felt really bad and she started blaming Abraham. Sabi niya kay Abraham in verse 5, And Sarah said to Abraham, Okay. said to Abraham, May the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my servant to your embrace. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt. May the Lord judge between you and me. Alam nyo, nakakatawa to eh. Kasi, kanino bang idea yung gawing surrogate mother? Si, ano, si, si Hagar, eh di ba't idea yun ni Sarah? Eh ngayon, bine-blame na ngayon yung asawa niya si Abraham. I can imagine their, you know, their conversation, maybe Sarah... Uh, was telling Abraham, bakit mo naman binuntis? Tapos siguro si Abraham, sabi niya, eh, eh, iba yun yung plano? <laughs> Tapos sabi ni Sarah siguro, eh, eh, bakit hindi na natin siya masyadong pinapatulong ngayon sa bahay? Tapos siguro sabi ni Abraham, eh, syempre, baka makunan. Mamatay yung bata. Tapos siguro sabi ni Sarah, eh, eh, bakit ang trato natin kay Hagar ngayon ay parang hing, siya na yung amo? di ba? Tapos, siguro sabi ni Abraham, eh, wala tayong magagawa. Ginawa natin siyang surrogate mother ng anak natin. So, may utang na loob na tayo sa kanya ngayon. So, anong, definitely, we can expect that. No? Na yan ang magiging ganyan ng kanyang attitude. So, sabi na lang ni Abraham, siguro na, na fed up na si Abraham, no? ba't ako sinisisi mo? Plano mo to eh. So, sabi na lang ni Abraham, okay, do what pleases you. So, mapapansin po natin dito yung mga karakter sa Bible na nagkakamali rin sila ng judgment. No? Makikita ko kasi natin dito yung struggle pa ni Sarah at saka ni Abraham na panampalatayaan ng Diyos. Eh. So, that's what happens when we start believing God. Eh, no? Pagka, normal naman tayo sa tamis na nag-struggle tayo. Et, eto po, raw na raw. Makikita natin dito yung struggle ng tao. No? Na kapag may promise ng Diyos, tapos hindi mo panghawakan yun. And eto na, didiskarte ka. At dito nga, nagkakaroon na ng mga problema. No? Pag tayo ay dumiskarte. And in verse 6, sabi dyan, But Abraham said to Sarah, Behold, your servant is in your power. So do to her as you please, sabi niya. Then Sarah dealt harshly. Okay? Sarah dealt harshly with her and she fled from her. So Sarah put Hagar back to her place and treated her harshly. No, we don't know how harsh she treated Hagar but it's probably too harsh that Hagar left. Okay? Hindi <laughs> naman sinabi doon kung anong ginagawa, ginawa ni Sarah kay Hagar. Kung uh, pinapatulog ba siya sa sala o sa lapag o hindi siya binibigyan ng pagkain, manunood sila ng Netflix, tapos hindi siya isasama. Alam mo ganun, hindi ko alam kung paano siya tinato. But it was probably too harsh that Hagar left. No? Siya po ang umalis, di po siya pinaalis. And uh, Hagar now found herself in the wilderness no sa sa isang desierto imagine mo buntis ka nasa desierto ka now hagar didn't know where to go wala naman siyang taga egypt siya eh. kaya sabi doon di ba sa text na doon siya sa wilderness on the way to shur most, most likely galing siya sa shur that's part of egypt no at uh, mga iniisip niya mag-travel sa desierto mag-isa buntis wala man lang siyang uh, i'm sure wala siyang uh, ano yun mga gamit, wala siyang dalang bottled water, alam mo yung mga ganon, wala. So most likely, mamamatay siya kung magpapatuloy siya. And it was in this point, no mga panahon na yon iniisip niya siguro, nasa disyerto siya, naglalakad siyang ganyan, imagine mo, walang naka, walang naka, wala na nga nakanotis sa kanya all her life, di ba? 
Isa lamang siyang isang uh, servant sa bahay nila, Evan Saray, binenta, binili, dinala dun sa isang lugar na hindi naman niya lugar. Nagsaserve siya sa isang pamilya, ginawa pa siyang surrogate mother. Tapos, siguro nangarap siya na, naku, mukhang itatrato na ako ng maayos, magkakaroon ako magandang future, magkakaroon din ako ng pamilya kong sarili. And then, hindi naman pala yun ang mangyayari. Siyempre, di ba, surrogate mother siya. So, ito na nga, pinalayas pa siya. So, she found herself not only unnoticed but abandoned. So, talagang wala, wala nang may pakialam sa kanyang buhay. And it was at this point, the Lord, the angel of the Lord, the pre-incarnate Christ, sabi ng mga theologian, ito yung mga pre-incarnate Christ, no? mga theophanies ni Jesus Christ, appeared to Hagar. Okay? And we believe that's the Lord Himself. And the scripture says that the Lord found her. I love this. The Lord found her. Ibig sabihin, hindi siyang naghanap sa Diyos. Kasi pagano itong si, ano, si taga-Egypt, di ba? Hindi naman niya kilala si Yahweh. Hindi niya kilala yung, yung God ni Abraham. No? Ang mga panahon na to, kay Abraham palang nag-reveal si Yahweh. And, and yet, ang Panginoon ang siyang nakapansin sa kanya, sa disyerto. Walang nakapansin sa kanya. Kinalimutan nila, Sarah, yung... Ano na, na, na ginawa nilang surrogate mother to, walang nakalala, walang nakapansin sa nga, and yet God noticed her. Noticed her struggle. Sabi doon, the angel of the Lord found her, wow, by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the way to shore, papunta ng Egypt. So may plano na siyang papunta ng Egypt. No? Siguro nag-stop by lang para uminom ng tubig. Now, Hagar did not call on God again. She was an Egyptian, but the Lord looked for her and found her. Now, the Lord asked her two questions. Napakagandang question. No? Uh, kapag uh, ikaw ay unnoticeable, kunyari sa isang party, tapos bilang may lumapit sa'yo at magtanong sa'yo, alam mo, you will feel good. Diba? Kunyari sa isang grupo, pumunta ka doon, out of place ka, tapos bilang may mag-initiate na mag-approach sa'yo, tanungin ka ng question. Kahit anong tanong, okay? Kahit anong tanong, ma-appreciate mo yun. Kasi, diba, pag unnoticeable ka, tapos may nagtanong sa'yo, all of a sudden may nakapansin sa sitwasyon mo, Ma-appreciate mo yun. And the Lord asked her two questions. Very strategic questions. Sabi doon, where have you come from and where are you going? Sa kagaling at sa kapapunta. And uh, napaka-relevant napaka na question. Bakit? Well, alam niya kung siya sa galing. Di ba? Kay Saray. At uh, doon, pinapalabas ng Panginoon. Anong sitwasyon? Eh di syempre, nung sinanong, where, are you, where have you come from? Eh, galing ako kay Sarah. No? Pinalayas ako. So, so most likely, pinaparelease ni Lord sa kanya yung nasa emosyon niya. Ganon si Lord. No? Pinarelease yung emosyon. Asan ka ba galing? Ano? Naalala niya ngayon. Pinalayas niya ako. Eh. So, sinabi niya ganon. Now, where are you going? Mas lalo ba siyang umiyak siguro? <laughs> Hindi ko nga alam kung saan ako pupunti. So, alam niya yung talagang pinarelease ng Panginoon sa kanya. Verse 8, sabi niya, and he said, Hagar, servant of Sarah, where have you come from? And where are you going? And she said, I am fleeing from my mistress, Sarai. So, sinagot lang yung first question kasi yung second question, hindi niya alam kung siya sa papunta. Now, she didn't answer the second question because she didn't know where to go. Now, the Lord told her, sabi ng Panginoon, napakasimple ng instruction. You know what, Sarai? Nakita mo yung papunta sa shore? Nakita mo yung wilderness yan? Buntis ka? You know what? Mamamatay ka doon. You're gonna die. So, this is what you, I want you to do. I want you to know that I have a plan for you that you are special to me as well, that you are, that I have not neglected you. Okay? Na hindi lamang Israel ang pinili ko, uh, may dahilan ako sa pagpili sa kanila, pero hindi ibig sabihin nun, wala akong pakialam sa mga taong tulad mo. Sapagit ikaw ay part ng aking creation. And uh, ikaw ay part ng aking plano, therefore. In fact, kaya sila pinili para later on kayo'y maligtas. Now, the angel of the Lord said to her, the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit to her. Dalawang bagay na mahirap gawin. Siyempre, pride, di ba? 
Sabi doon, return to your mistress, to your madam, <laughs> and submit to her. Wow. Grabe, no? Sabi niya, return and submit. Return and submit. Everybody, can you type on the comment section, return and submit. Maybe that's what the Lord is telling you to do right now. Return and submit. I don't know what that means to you right now, but that's what the Lord is telling you, I believe. To some of you especially. To return and to submit. And the Lord also promised her. Kapag may pinapagawa si God, kadalasan may promisan eh. <laughs> Ganun si Lord eh, no? Ang galing. Sabi dyan, Ishmael, her son, will be born and become a strong man. And her offspring will multiply. Yung pangarap mo, na magkaroon ng sarili mong pamilya, na yung, yung angkan mo, alam, nyo, alam mo, magkakaroon ka ng anak at magkakaroon ng pangalan yung anak mo. Okay? He's gonna be a known man. In Genesis chapter 16, verse 10 to 12, sabi dyan, the angel of the Lord also said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are pregnant and shall bear a son and you shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord has listened to your affliction. He shall be a wild donkey of a man, his hand against everyone and everyone's hand against him, and he shall dwell over against all kingsmen. Now, ano bang ibig sabihin nito? Alam niyo po, later on kasi, itong si Ishmael ay dito natin matitrace ang lahat ng Arab nations. Yung Arab nations ngayon, okay, yung mga Arab nations na karamihan doon ay uh, Muslim, diba? Islam, ang relihiyon ay dito natin yan matitrace kay Ishmael. Kaya naman, ganun ang sabi. No? Kaya mapapansin na, makikita natin dito, kahit naman sa Arab nations, ay Diyos sila ng Diyos, sila ng Diyos natin. No? Kung baga, may plano ang Panginoon sa kanila. Ang, ang Diyos ng Arab ay ang Diyos din natin sa totoo lamang. No? Uh, of course, along the way, may mga confusion na nangyari, no? na naidulot ng mga, na mga bagay-bagay. Pero sa totoo lamang, mayroong pakialam ang Diyos sa mga taong yan. Hindi lamang po sa atin, hindi lamang po sa Israel. In fact, yung Israel nga, hindi kinalimutan siya, hindi siya nirecognize. Diba? Maraming mga Israeli ngayon. Hindi naman nila recognize si Jesus. So, uh, ito po ang ating Diyos. No? Elroy, Gadusis, and yun nga, no? nung sinabi sa kanya, submit, return and submit, then gave her a promise, you're gonna bear your son, you know, I mean, you're gonna, your son will be born, and your, your offspring will be many, in fact, it will be a nation as well. Parang umaga yung, yung promise sa kanya, parang Abraham and Sarai type din, no? Nauna pa nga siya eh. Nauna pa siya. Nauna pa siya kay, ano, kay Abraham and Sarai. And because Hagar, all of, you know, Hagar felt really good, no? Really thankful to this, to this God that she met in the desert. And, we can see here in the text that Hagar gave a name to this to this God that he encountered, to our God. Ito, I'm not sure I didn't have time to research pa, no? Pero para sa akin, parang ito yata yung unang pagkakataon na ano yung tao yung nagbigay ng pangalan sa Diyos. Kasi sa Bible, yung Diyos yung nagpapakilala sa tao. Pero dito, baliktad. Yung tao yung nagpangalan sa Diyos, yung kanyang karanasan ay pinangalan niya sa Diyos. And sabi ni Hagar, because sobrang saya niya, may nakapansin sa kanya, unnoticeable siya, may mga struggle siya, hindi niya alam ang future niya, and then this God appeared to him, and sabi niya, you are the God who sees. Elroy, sabi niya, Elroy, you are Elroy. You are the God who sees me. Sabi niya, walang nakakapansin sa akin. Ikaw lang ang nakapansin sa akin. Lahat nagmumove on na sa kanilang mga buhay. Marami silang mga... Masasaya sila, marami silang mga ginagawa, ang dami nangyayari sa buhay nilang maganda. Ako parang wala. Yung panalangin ko, tagal-tagal na hanggang ngayon pa rin. But God, salamat. 
Salamat nagpakita ka sa akin, salamat nag-appear ka sa akin, salamat sa mga promises mo. Pangahawakan ko yung Lord, I'm gonna return and submit to Sarah. Sabi niya, you are the God who sees me, Elroy. Everybody say Elroy. Type it in the comment section, Elroy, that is our awesome God. Elroy, sabi niya. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God of sing. Ikaw ang Diyos nakakakita. For she said, truly here I have seen him who looks after me. Whoa. Finally, may, nag, may nakakita sa akin, may nakapansin sa akin. Ikaw yun, Panginoon, Elroy, the God who sees. And that pagan girl even built an altar and she called it Bir Lahairoy or the well of the God who sees. The well of the God who sees. Now, if you are a Jew, kung binabasa mo ito, kunyari, ikaw, ikaw isang hudyo, you, and you're reading this story, you might have two reactions. No? You might say, see, God told Hagar to return and submit to Sarah. We are indeed the chosen, <laughs> the spe- we are indeed special to God. Or, you might, you, you might say, see, God cares not only for Israel, but God actually cares for everyone. God actually asked Hagar to return and to submit to Sarah because, alam niyo bakit? Para hindi siya mamatay sa disyerto. Para yung kanyang anak ay maiborn. Para yung kanyang anak ay maging father ng mga Arab nations. <laughs> Diyos mismo ang nag, nagtalaga na magkakaroon ng mga Arab nations. Mapapansin natin dito. May plano rin ng Panginoon sa kanila. Okay. And pinili lamang itong Israel paano nang sa ganun ipanganak ang tagapagligtas ng lahat ng nasyon. That includes the Arab nation. Then hoping that they will all believe in this, in this Savior, Jesus Christ, eventually. You know, I believe the reaction God wants us to have is the second one. That God brought Hagar back to Sarah and Abraham, not just simply to submit to Sarah and Abraham for the sake of submitting, but because that is the place of His promise. That is the place where she will be protected. That is the place where the son will be born. That is the place where her offspring will grow. I mean, it will grow in number. That is the place where she is safe. That she is in the hand of God. That that is the place where God will continue to see her. And she will continue to see God moving in her life. You know, God cares not only for Israel but for everyone. God asked Hagar to return and submit to Sarah because if not, she and her baby will, will die in the desert. They're gonna die, that's for sure. God was not only teaching Hagar to submit, but He was trying to save her and her baby. And interestingly, Hagar was actually, that, at that time, no, sa well na yun, she, he, Hagar was between Kadesh, yung well na yun, between Kadesh, yun dun siya galing, sa Kadesh, and Bered, okay? Yun yung next town. Which is, Kadesh means, um, Kadesh means holiness, and Bered, which means hail or judgment. So, kumbaga, what are you going to choose? Holiness or judgment? And guess what? Praise God. Hagar chose to obey the Lord and she chose holiness. The place where God's promise is there. No? Now, God was trying to bring her back into a safe place, into a place where she will see the promise of God in her fulfilled, no? in her life. Now, Hagar returned and submitted to Sarah for she knew God sees her. I love this, no? Bumalik siya sa, sa Kadesh. Bumalik siya kay Abraham and, he, and Sarah. Kahit mahirap yun, kahit mahirap magsabi. Imagine mo yung kakatok ka, di ba? Tapos sasabulubungin ka ni Sarah at ni Abraham. Oh, ba't nandito? Lalo na si Sarah, di ba? Oh, ba't nandito ka pa? 
Di ba pinaalis na kita? May napanood ako last time, last night actually, <laughs> na, na telenovela, no? Na, na pinalayas yung babae, no? Talagang ay malamig pa naman sa Korea. So parang gano'n, no? Ba't ka na dito ka? Di ba pinalayas na kita? Imagine mo, kakainin niya yung pride niya. Sorry po, pasensya na po. The Lord who sees me, Elroy, told me to submit and return to you. I, I will now submit to you. Don't worry, I will not look you with contempt. I will now, I will not ignore you. The Lord doesn't want me to ignore you. I hope you will realize as well that God doesn't want you to ignore me. <laughs> of course, niya niya. <coughs> But you know what? She, she, uh, basically, she ate her pride and she went back and obeyed the Lord. For one reason, for one mere reason. And you know what's, what's that? She simply knew that God sees her. From this point, I know, makalimutan man ako nito ni Abraham and Sarah, hindi man ako masama sa kanilang plano, gamitin man nila ako, sa totoo lang, I'm okay, I'm secure. Because I know from this point, I know from now on, that God sees me, that someone up there notices me, that someone up there really cares for me, that someone up there will not allow me to die in the desert and my son. I'm gonna be good. I'm go- that, this is the place where God is telling me to go and I'm gonna go. And the same thing with you guys. I believe God is bringing you to a place where you will just have to trust the Lord that God sees you. You will just have to trust the Lord that God is noticing you. Na hindi, kung mga ibang tao hindi ka nanonotice, opisina mo hindi ka nanonotice, parang, alam yun, tagal-tagal mo na, hindi ka pa rin napopromote, wala. But you will just do your thing because you know, like Hagar, you know that God sees you. Finally, God sees you. And someone sees you. You know, I remember noong pumunta kami sa Laos noong 2005, no? I was like, ilang years na ba yan? That's 15 years ago. Sa totoo lang po, ang story niyan, si, hindi naman kami kagad missionary doon pumunta kami ng Laos. Si Donna lang yung may ginagawa nung una kasi siya yung merong job offer doon sa Laos, no? We went there for that job offer initially. Ako naman po, nagpapastor ako noon sa Pilipinas at, uh, Okay naman po ako sa aking pagpapastor. Hindi pa ako part ng victory nun. At masaya po ako sa aking ginagawa. Kaya lang, because of that, because nakita ko na uh, ito ay opportunity din para sa aking asawa na mag-grow sa kanyang career. So, I sacrifice. And anyway, ang plano ko naman nun ay magpa-plant ako ng church don So, I can still be a pastor there. I can still continue doing work. So, I gave up my pastoring, uh, you know, uh, here in the Philippines ministry here. At kami pumunta dun sa Laos. At nung unang mga uh, buwan ay... Uh, yung asawa ko nagsimulang magtrabaho na at ako po yung naiiwan sa bahay. And uh, nung mga panahon na yun, anak pa lang namin si Naya, si Naera. She was just, I guess, four years old that time. So ako yung nag-aalaga sa kanya. And I all of a sudden, I felt really, you know, alam mo yun yung ang lungkot-lungkot kasi syempre, wala kang kilala dun sa lugar tapos di ka marunong magsalita ng language. Tapos, yes, I had plans to plan a church pero how can you do that, di ba? Hindi ka nagsasalita ng language, may restrictions. Bawal po kasi uh, sa doon sa lugar na yon ang magplant ng church. Tapos hindi lang yon. Wala rin akong kasama, 'di ba? Wala sa Pilipinas, may mga kasama akong pastor, may mga staff kami. Doon all of a sudden wala, wala akong ka-member. Hindi <laughs> pa ako part ng Victory noon, so wala pang pumupunta ng mga taga-Victory na mga missionaries para samahan kaming magplant ng church. And you know what happened? I got really depressed. I got depressed that time. That was the pinaka-lowest moment ng buhay ko. Totoo lang. When we were, when our initial months, no, dun sa Laos, na-depressed talaga ako nun. I found myself, you know, just playing PlayStation. Parang, baga, useless. 
and no one I felt like no one was noticing me I was communicating here in the Philippines may, may mga relationships na kami dito noon they were you know telling me na okay we're gonna contact you okay we're gonna be sending missionaries to you pero na time kayo yun hindi pa kasi talaga panahon ni Lord so pag di pa na panahon ni Lord wala pa mangyayari kahit anong pilit mo so I felt like walang nakaka-notice sa amin so walang nakaka-notice lalo na sa akin no? walang nakaka-notice sa akin Walang, walang nakaka-notice dun sa ginagawa. Parang iniwanan na kami, na-abandon na kami. And I got really depressed, I'm telling you. I got really depressed. So I tried teaching sa isang English school. <laughs> so para medyo maging busy-busy ng konti. And you know what? After three weeks, nagsara yung school. Tinakbo nung may-ari yung pera. Tapos <laughs> hindi kami sinuwelduhan. Alam mo yun? <laughs> yung sabi lang nung may-ari, o oh, sige, kunin nyo na lang. Iransak nyo na yung eskwelahan. Kung anong kunin nyo. Eh, Siyempre yung mga local, kinuha nila yung mga aircon, yung mga TV. Ako ang kinuha ko, yung sweldo ko ng tatlong ba na na-delay. Ang sweldo ko, alam nyo, kinuha ko na lang, yung halaman. May tatlong halaman doon, kinuha ko. <laughs> Kinala yung sweldo ko. Isang halaman sa isang buong sweldo. And it was really depressing, I'm telling you. But until, you know, God, the Elroy, the God who sees, saw my situation. You know, one night, nag-dinner kami nung national director nung kung saan nagtatrabaho yung asawa ko. Na, 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 isang NGO. And when the national director, the boss, saw me and talked to me, after a week, he called me and he offered me a job. So, sabi ko, wow, okay, so at least kahit pa paano may, may pagkakabalan ako kasi di pa kami makapag-cert ng church kasi nga, wala pa naman team, wala pa everything. So, nakapagtrabaho ko, nagtrabaho ko. When he learned that meron akong background sa NGO, so he offered me a job. No? And also, napaka-related sa ministry nung pinagawa niya sa akin. Pinasusulat niya ako ng mga devotions, alam yun, para sa mga staff, at also strategy kung paano maibabahagi si Christ dun sa mga staff. So, this is really a good opportunity to start the church. Kasi, di ba, eto na yun, di ba, parang, parang binabayaran ka pa, di ba? So, hindi ka lang nagbiminister, binabayaran ka pa. So, it was really perfect. Sabi ko, Lord, thank you for seeing, finally seeing me. Grabe, God, Elroy, God who sees. And eventually, guess what? Eventually, he even came to a point that he, that he actually <coughs> offered me a position, the second highest position, the position next to him, operations director. He even came to a point, I even came to a point na in-offer niya sa akin yung pinakapangalawang highest position next to him. The operations director, the one who will manage all the operations. Imagine that. But that time, hindi ko na siya tinanggap yung, hindi ko tinanggap yung offer. Simply because, no mga panahon na yun, nagsisimula na yung ating church. At kailangan ko na maging full-time dun sa church. And God just used that time para maging abalal lang ako, para hindi ako madepress. Para lang maramdaman ko na He's the God who sees me. God who is Elroy, the God who sees the unnoticeable, the God who sees those who think na walang nakaka-notice sa kanila, the God who sees our struggle within, the God who sees our future. Alam na nun, Josh, yung future, eh, no? at papakita yun. Parang ginawa kay Hagar, ba? pinakita sa kanya yung future. Huwag ka malungkot. Huwag mong patayin yung sarili mo sa disyerto. You know what? You're gonna have Ishmael. He will be born. He'll gonna be a healthy man. In fact, sobrang lakas, no? That he's gonna be a nation, a powerful nation, the Arab nations. He's a God who sees, guys, church. He's a God who sees the unnoticeable. El Roy, the God who sees the unnoticeable. Kaya hindi mo kailangan magpapansin. May nakakapansin sa'yo. Ang Diyos, si El Roy, the God who sees you. 
He's a God who sees our struggle. Maaring wala kang, wala nakakaalam kung gaano kahirap ang pinagdadaanan mo ngayon. Remember, God is Elroy. He, he is the God who sees you. Who sees your struggle right now. And He's the God who sees our future. Alam ng Panginoon ang future mo. At maganda ang Kanyang plano. Kailangan lang nating matutong sumunod sa Kanya. Kung ano man ang pinagagawa ng Panginoon sa atin, if that will mean we'll have to return and submit to our Sarah, then let's do it. I hope like Hagar, we would be willing to do everything, even to return and submit to our Sarah, just because we know God sees us. Just because we know God sees us, we can actually obey God. Just because, just, just, just because, just because we know God is Elroy, the one who sees us, we can obey, we can return and submit kung ano man ang pinagagawa ng Panginoon sa atin because we know God is Elroy. Elroy, the God who sees the unnoticeable, the God who sees our struggle, the God who sees our future. So, when no one sees you, remember this, God sees you. When no one sees you, when you feel like no one is seeing you, always remember this, God sees you. Did you get the message? Praise God. I want you to all bow your heads right now and I want to minister to you. We're going to be praying for you. Among you here, you feel like you're, you're like Hagar. You feel like you're unnoticeable. Walang na, parang walang nakakapansin sa'yo. Walang nakakaalam ng pinagdadaanan mo sa buhay. At, at mukhang parang feeling mo wala namang may interest na tumulong sa'yo kasi walang tumutulong sa'yo. If you are that person, if you are not in that situation, you feel like you're that person. I want to pray for you. Lord, I pray God, Elroy, the one who sees us, the one who sees the unnoticeable, the one who sees us, our struggle and our future, Lord, I pray that you will, Lord God, appear to them in, the, in their wilderness, in their place of wilderness right now. Lord God, I pray, my prayer is that you will minister to them, Lord God, in their, in their point of need, in their point of struggle, Lord God. And like, Lord, what you did to, El, to, to Hagar, that you will reveal yourself as Elroy, the one who sees them, Lord God. The one who will allow them to see the future. The one who will allow them, Lord God, to see how great their future, Lord God, if they're just gonna trust you, Elroy, the one who sees. And I pray, Father, that right now, that you're gonna bring them in that point, in that, in that situation, God, that they're just gonna simply trust you, God, Elroy, the one who sees you. Who sees them, Lord? The one who sees the future, the one who sees what they're going through. Simply because, Lord God, even if it's difficult, simply because God's, you see them. I pray, Father, that they're like Hagar, they're just gonna return and submit to you. Because in that place, in the house of Sarah and Abraham, though it's difficult, that's the place of your blessing. That's where Ishmael will be born. That's where her offspring will, will grow. And in the same way, Lord God, sa amin, Panginoon, dun sa dinadala mo kami, Panginoon, that's the place of your blessing. Salamat, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. And if you are here right now and you, you feel like you're far from God, in fact, no, nakikinig ka lang, pero you know you're detached to God and you're, you're running away from God, I, wanna, I want to minister to you as well. If you have been running away from God and you know in your heart na wala pa talaga ang Diyos sa buhay mo, wala pa ang Panginoong Isu sa buhay mo, 
Hindi ba talaga siya Diyos? Tinatawag mo siyang Diyos pero hindi ba talaga siya Diyos ng buhay mo? I want you to know na itong panahon para ikaw ay bumalik sa Kanya. Ikaw ay magpunta sa Kanya. Can you bow your heads right now if you want to surrender your life to Jesus and pray this prayer with me? Lord Jesus, patawarin niyo po ako sa lahat ng aking mga kasalanan at mula sa araw na ito, isinusuko ko ang aking buhay sa iyo bilang Diyos at aking tagapagbitas. Salamat sa pagkamatay mo sa krus para sa aking kasalanan. Salamat sa mensaheng ito na aking narinig at na nag-udyok sa akin para isuko ang aking buhay sa iyo, Panginoong Isus. Nais ko pong magbago. Tulungan niyo po ako. I received the gift of eternal life. Tinatanggap ko po yan, Panginoon. Hindi dahil ako'y mabuti, ako'y maliligtas. Hindi dahil ako'y mabuti. Kundi ikaw, Panginoon, ay namatay sa krus para sa aking kasalanan. And right now, Lord, I'm repenting from all my sins. And I want you to take control of my life from this point forward. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer, I want you to, to remember that from now on, God is seeing you. God sees you. And He will continue to see you. He will continue to look for you. He will make sure that you will grow in your faith. And if you want to grow in your faith, I want you to read the Bible. Get a Bible, buy a Bible, or download online and, online and start reading the Bible. And God will talk to you through the Bible. And you may also contact this number on the screen and we would love to help you to bring you to someone uh, for one-to-one. Nang sa ganun ay mas lalo ka pang lumago sa iyong pananampalataya. Maraming maraming salamat po sa inyong pag-join sa ating worship service. I hope na tayo pong lahat ay na-bless ngayong araw na ito na nakilala natin ang isa pang karakter ng ating awesome God that He is the God who is Elroy, the God who sees us. Can we just both raise our hands wherever you are right now as we end this worship service through a blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord show His face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace now and forevermore. Amen. Maraming maraming salamat po sa inyong pagsama sa ating online worship service. Sana po sa mga iba sa atin na maaaring na maka-join, please join us in our on-site worship service every Sunday, 11, 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. God bless you. See you next Sunday.